What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Viral Music Hub podcast. Um, your host, Lawrence O'Brien, as per usual. And uh, today I have uh, somebody who is in a band and is, does their own music as well. Uh, please welcome uh, Kayla Drange of uh, the band Stage Drive. How are yeah. you, Kayla? I'm great. How are you? Good. I hope I said your last name correctly. I you did. Okay. I was like, okay. I don't want. I can see the name. hesitation. I was like, I was like, okay. No, that's perfect pronunciation. I, uh, I was on a podcast before and they pronounced it with like a French accent. It was Drange. And I was like, I like the ring. Uh, <laughs> good I, ring. I'm just going to change that. Yeah. I'm just going to change it to that now. Drange is like fancy. Sounds good. <laughs> so tell me, tell me a bit about like how you, um, kind of initially started in music and like, uh, and everything and started like playing music. Oh man. So, uh, nobody else in my family has a musical bone in their body. So I'm not sure where I got it from. Uh, but I've been playing guitar since I was about nine. That's when I got my first guitar and wow. I've been singing for as long as I can remember. Um, I've always really loved to sing. I was in choir when I was younger. I think that maybe that's where I got it from. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Something sparked it and it just never stopped. Uh, but yeah, so I've been playing guitar um, since I was about nine. Um, I never took lessons or anything. So I'm self-taught. Uh, wow. I think, I don't know. I don't, yeah, maybe I'll take lessons at some point in the future. I would always like to improve, you know? Um, wow. but yeah, I've been doing it for a pretty long time. Wow. For me, for being self-taught, you are really good. So I, 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 that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Um, thank yeah, you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can really, um, I would, my, my family was just not musical at all. So it's, it's like, I don't know how I yeah. like that. Like, my, I mean, completely tone deaf, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. My same way. I think my grandmother was like the only one that can like sing. Everybody else is just like, yeah, not good. So but, yeah, I have a twin brother too. Like he's 12 minutes older and he does not have it. Like he's uh, we're polar opposites. <laughs> no, nah, that's funny. So, um, I know that you are from Detroit because yeah. I, um, was referred to you by the wonderful folks of forge the sun and and, and, uh they uh told me how awesome you guys were and uh i was like oh man that's cool and i was like checking them out and then you know and we uh kind of hit it off after that and uh, it was like so yeah so like how is it playing music in detroit like how do you I think the the detroit music scene is pretty cool i think i like how um i think everyone's really closely intertwined together all of the bands forge the sun for instance i think uh we started to become friends before i ever actually played with them uh and i've only played with them once actually and we all became pretty close uh but yeah all the bands in detroit i think are just awesome they're so supportive um and it's just really cool especially i think uh, i love playing shows but i think after the shows is my favorite part getting to know the bands getting to know the fans that are at the shows but yeah i think the detroit music scene has gotten a lot better over the years uh i have a really close friend he used to play in one of the bigger bands uh, they're not uh, together anymore, but he, uh, we, I think we met at a show originally, but anyways, so he was a part of the Detroit music scene before I was a part of the Detroit music scene. And he told me he's so surprised, uh, pleasantly surprised to see how much it's changed, uh, because it used to be more or less uh, competitive, I guess. And again, I wasn't part of it at that time. So I'm really glad that I am in the Detroit music scene now, because I would hate to have seen it be competitive and just not supportive because it's just, it's crazy how supportive it is now. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's like, it's one of those things where, I mean, I think, you know, competition is good, but when it's, it's not helping anybody in the process and when you're like trying to, it, it's like piranhas, it becomes like yeah. that, then, then it's, it's no good because I mean, at that point, you're not really helping each other. You're just kind of like, right. And my thing worse. too is like, 
yeah, somebody else's success, especially with bands and music, isn't going to stop your success. I mean, you're just both going to propel, you know, you're like me stopping somebody else or not supporting somebody else isn't going to do anything. It's not going to stop them from going further. Right. It's, it's just good networking. I mean, it's it really, exactly. I mean, that, and I think it's the best way to do it in, in the music industry is just playing live and, you know, meeting other bands and, you know, forming those connections, I think is so important. Yeah, um, no, I agree. And, and everything. Um, so in your sound, like what, what would you say are some of your main, like, um, influences, uh, to your sound and like, how do you play, mm-hmm. how you play? So I think, uh, okay. So my band stage drive, it's, you know, rock band, rock genre, softer rock, I would say. Uh, and then my solo stuff is more acoustic software stuff. So when I first started out doing music, I only started out doing, uh, like little acoustic shows in like coffee houses and bars and stuff like that. So I think my acoustic stuff, I would say, <laughs> as, as cheesy as the sound. So Taylor Swift was a big <laughs> influence oh. when I was younger. Hear me out. <laughs> Just because of her, uh, I think she's really, she's a really great lyricist. And when I was younger, like her lyrics is always really, uh, I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves now in music is hearing like super cliche lyrics. Like if I can oh. guess what you're about to sing next. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to sit there and be like mind fucked by what you're what you're singing you know I want to I want description I stuff like that so I would say anybody (laughs) yeah uh James Arthur he's another really good one with lyrics um Halsey with so anyways that's the acoustic stuff uh as far as my rock band goes I grew up uh, my mom and dad listened to 80s hair metal (laughs) so like uh, Metallica Bon Jovi Def Leppard all them so that's really where a lot of that comes from Black Sabbath I uh we we actually do a cover of a Black Sabbath song but yeah a lot of it derives from just older rock and then 80s hair metal Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, Sabbath is uh, one of my all-time favorites, so oh yeah, that's always a good inspiration to have. Yeah, uh, Iomi is one of my um my guitar heroes, so I uh, <laughs> I model a lot of what I do when I play um after him. So <laughs> you know, funny enough, I never, as long as I've been playing guitar, I did not like Guitar Hero when I was little. Really? I just never got into it. I was like, this is why would I do this when I can play the real thing? <laughs> that was actually my gateway drug into guitar. <laughs> I was just I was just talking about this with Jason on the last podcast I did. It's like yeah. I was that I actually thank Guitar Hero because it made me want to do that. Yes. Because um, it really it really inspired me, you know, to um want to do that. And yeah, I love that. And I, I think like um it's, a, it's like I was talking to him about it. It's kind of, I think it's kind of disappointing. There's really not stuff like that anymore. Like they kind of died, that genre of game kind of died out because I think it it's doing a disservice to a lot of kids that maybe want to start and they don't know exactly, you know, where to start. And, you know, it, yeah. it, it, I think it was a good gateway for a lot of people at that time period. It, yeah, I think it for sure got a lot of people into uh, wanting to play the instruments and, you know, sparked interest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was like, I know, because I like started playing trombone in concert band. That's where I like, you know, I started off my journey doing that. But then okay. just after a while, like, I just got, I got kind of tired of it. Um, my band teacher was kind of a jerk off, and I was like, uh, yeah, that ruins it for a lot of kids. I had a jerk of a player uh, teacher when I was younger too. A lot of them are. I don't know why. They're just really yeah. uptight. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know. It's not fun. It's, it just makes it not fun. It, it's just, yeah. Music's supposed to be fun. Like, like I don't know. It's it's like when you make it like a, a structured like mess of a situation, then I think it's that's when it's just you lose all the fun. Yeah, especially for younger kids. I, you know, I think it definitely has to be structured to a certain extent. But if they're in like third grade, just let them scream. You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> let right. them have their fun. Right. Um. So you 
yeah like you said you so you're in a band for in, in stage drive and yep. you do your own solo stuff how do you manage to balance all of that Kayla I feel like that might be that must be a lot for you to like kind of switch from one mode to the other um yeah because <laughs> you're kind of doing like so much different stuff you know uh funny enough that you said that I actually this past weekend so on Friday I had a solo acoustic show and then the very next day Saturday I was headlining um one of my rock band shows uh in Battle Creek Michigan so I had to switch modes really fast. I, I usually try to avoid uh, booking back-to-back shows like that just for vocal exhaustion. I want to avoid that at all costs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and no, it just gets that's... tired, you know. Um, I think uh, one one way that helps me to manage it is, uh, so all of, uh, let me rephrase it, most of our stage drive songs started off as solo acoustic songs that I wrote. So uh, oh. when I do my solo acoustic shows, uh, so there's a song called Good, Bad Habit, High, Ego, a lot of those songs, I just do acoustic versions of them. So then at the stage drive shows, I get to do plugged in versions of them. So that helps a little bit. Wow. That's really, yeah. I didn't know. I did not know that. I thought that was like more of like you guys kind of collaborated and, nope. and, and did, <laughs> wow, that's, that means that's even more impressive. <laughs> so, Thank you're, you. <laughs> so you're like doing a lot of the songwriting and everything. And yeah, I've been writing songs. So uh, that was kind of like my outlet as a kid. Uh, is just songwriting. I just put all of my, even though in the beginning they weren't very good, I still have my first ever songbook and I look back at it and cringe sometimes. I'm like, oh God, that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, I'm so glad I lost like all the old songs I had in like my old computer and docs. So if I looked at they it make now, good memories, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way to put it. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, yeah, good memories. Right, right. <laughs> uh, They're good I, to look back on. I, I would probably want to just throw my computer out the window. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I'd be like, no, this is terrible. Why did I even yeah. like this? Like, I only look back on them when I really need a kick in the ass. So, because yeah. I can look back and be like, oh, you've improved a little bit. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> Songwriting, though, I, I, um, I tell you, you know, I know you, you kind of talked about it with lyrics before, um, but uh, I, I, and I talked about this with you uh, privately, um, but I, I really, um, I really appreciate how open you are with a lot of very tough topics. Um, I definitely see that you've been through a lot in your life. Um, I can tell, I know, because I've been through it and just listening to your songs, I can tell about a lot of the stuff, the experiences you've been through and it, it's hard to write about. So I, I commend you for being able to do that. And uh, I think, I think it's a, it's very hard to write that personally about yourself and about some of that stuff. Um, Thank you. Uh, yeah, I use it as a, as an outlet a lot when I was little. And then as an adult, I kind of wanted to write things, uh, you know, when you're in a sad mood or something's going on, my first thing is to go listen to music. That's either going to make me more sad or think about what, I, why I'm sad, that, you know? So that's how I got it. You're so similar to me in that. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm the same way. And uh, uh, yeah, it, it's like, I, I sometimes it's like you know it doesn't make sense right like you're like why am I listening to sad music while I'm like more sad you know but like, make me dwell on the sadness yeah but like <laughs> yeah I don't know it, I think there's like a comfort in that knowing like that's right like another feeling that someone's feeling too like yeah and, and I kind of wanted to be that comfort for some people so that's why I started writing more yeah. personal intimate songs there's even some songs uh that I I wanted to release but I just never released because I thought they were a little too much to kind of put in the world you know oh it's I know some of that oh I know I've had a few of those moments you know when I write in re especially recently too I was just like oh wow I don't know if I can like yeah 
put that out. I'm like, I don't think that's fair. Like, I don't know. That, that's like maybe that's one of those things that you got to kind of like think I'm like, am I being selfish with this? Or like, you know, it, like maybe I'd have to keep this under, you know, and like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to balance. I think, you know, when you're a songwriter, it's like, you know, when, especially when you, there's especially a certain person in mind, you know, and you, you kind of worry like, oh, you know, do I, is it right of me to do this, put this out in the open? And yeah. So family stuff, especially I always, uh, like, again, there's a couple that come to mind that I just never released. Cause I was like, that's a little too much, you know, it's not a, yeah, <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, got the gist of it. You know, I know of some of the family stuff that you were going through, um, because I yeah. went through some of those very similar issues. Right. So you probably got it really easily listening <laughs> when, to it. When I was going through, when I was a kid with my parents. So it was like, uh, I was like, Oh man, like, I, I know where she's coming from. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I tell you, and it's a uh, very admirable. Uh, I think your songwriting is, is admirable it's personal and i think uh, you can affect a lot of people with it and i think that's important that's the goal yeah and uh and it's not completely vapid and like it's just yeah and like we said it's like it's not cliched it's like it's not weird. right i want to that's my number one goal when i'm sitting down to write something it's actually funny because i'll uh my bassist and stage drive her name's elena she's one of my best friends uh we've talked about this uh recently actually and if i write a line or something that i think is just cliche or something that i think somebody can guess i'll go back and change it because i want it to be not predictable i want it to be like super hard hitting and just not predictable yeah i always talk about this there's like um an abundant lack of subtlety in songwriting i i feel like a lot now um there, there's just it's just a lot of just very straightforward like i, I don't know it's just it's just very irritating sometimes. especially in pop now i don't don't get me wrong i'm pop's okay it's not really my go-to genre but especially in pop it's very predictable and very you know you know what they're about to sing yeah yeah it's just yeah the songs about boys and everything and all of it's it's i don't know it just gets very tiresome yeah after a while funny enough uh if i'm ever like in a romantic type thing with someone i jokingly warn them in the beginning of our whatever you want to call it and i'll say like hey just letting you know if you break my heart i'm probably gonna write a song about it you know that's me warning them yeah i mean at least <laughs> so i give them a fair warning yeah at least you're gonna tell them i mean yeah they, like i'm not know. gonna then they always <laughs> laugh it off like yeah okay right, and then right. i'm like oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so your uh your newest song damage control um that's it's a very interesting one um i was actually i was like remember when you started promoting it and i thought it was very interesting the way you promoted it uh there was a clip of of what seemed like was it a phone call um yeah <laughs> that was that like that was really like for real like you on so that was me uh the the conversation itself was staged, but those are oh. real things that I said to somebody. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. So I just reenacted a conversation that I had with uh, who the person or who the song was about. So oh. I actually texted one of my really good friends. His name's Grant. And I said, Hey, can you send me a clip of you saying this? Because I need a guy's voice in this. And he was like, oh. yeah, without any question, he sent it to me. So then I just reenacted a conversation that I had um, yeah. when I was writing this song. Wow. It's like, I, I, cause I was like, Oh my God. Like, did you like save that, that call or something? I, like, <laughs> if I could, if I could, cause the original conversation was so much better. It was so much more like gut wrenching, you know? So I had uh, to like reenact the emotion. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, I was like, seemed pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, just give me, I mean, what's, what is the song kind of like 
I don't have to go like, you know, obviously specific, specific. I obviously don't want to, you know, put any uh and personal stuff out yeah. there too much. But like, what's the kind of the the uh, objective of that song? You know, like what was. So that was about uh, dating uh, a narcissist. And every time you get, you know, super close, letting somebody back into your life several times. And every time you get super close to that person, they just take you and they break you. <laughs> So that's kind of what it was written about and uh, and really bad coping mechanisms on their behalf. Uh, so I was just taking everything. And again, that conversation, it was technically real. You know, it really did happen. Hence the, uh, so I was hoping uh, people could relate to it. Yeah. Hence the line you say was it, he things he drunkenly mumbles to me. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it was about a lot of like drug and alcohol abuse as well, like within relationships, just super unhealthy coping mechanisms and toxicity like that. Oh, man. Uh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That's no good, man. A it is not like any good. <laughs> a relationship. You, you, when you got that going on in a relationship, and you have to resort to that stuff, it's probably like not yeah. <laughs> probably something yeah. you shouldn't be a part of anymore. It's uh, probably not. No, but yeah, no. That's just I think just yet another example of how like you know open you are with with your your songwriting and uh, yeah, I, I definitely I want people to hear my songs and not just hear them and then kind of brush it off or just never think about it again. I want them to hear it and then have to re-listen to it to kind of get those lyrics in their brain. Yeah, it, I think narcissism is a very interesting uh, quality to uh, write about. I think I think it's a very much a thing that um, that I, I think could be expounded on a lot in songwriting that's a very interesting concept and there's it's there's a lot of layers to being a narcissist yeah there are a lot of layers to it especially when you're romantically involved with someone that is a narcissist it just kind of it really screws with your brain i would say yeah. <laughs> and your perception of dating in a relationship yeah um there's they, they have there's that term um like uh uh, main character syndrome they like to call it i, I hear a lot and I, I think that's a good way to kind of describe how one views themselves when they are yeah. that type of person <laughs> and they think you know like everything that they do that's done is like to spite them and like to like i, I kind right, of that, yeah kind of that sort of deal and yeah then they they just make everybody feel like they're the bad guy and you know and that's and that's exactly and how it went down yep <laughs> yeah and, that, and that's a sucky feeling because i've been there you know and that's not fun that's not a fun way to feel um, yeah, it's it was hard to cope with it, but that's why a song came out of it. So I was like, this will help me cope. I'll just write some lyrics. <laughs> yeah. So and then uh, your latest song with Stage Drive was uh, Ego. Uh, love, love it. Oh, my God. I love that song. Thank I, you. That's I, probably I, one of my favorites that I've written. That's really I, good. I, I jam out to that in my car like all the time. <laughs> so like I'm like, Perfect. I love to hear that, man. You got such a powerful fucking voice, dude. I, I, I I'm just like in awe when you sing man you just like you put your heart and soul into that man you got like a little like janice joplin in you it's you just like, oh i love that thank you. <laughs> you you just you just let it rip man you put all your passion and soul in it and i see why you take those breaks for your vocals because yeah that's a that's a lot <laughs> of strain you're putting on your voice singing like that so i respect the hell out of that so yeah what, luckily with the acoustic shows i can kind of watch uh the strain yeah. a little bit more because it's just me and my guitar but with uh, stage drive shows you know you're jumping off stage and stuff like that so it's kind of hard to pay attention so i end up losing my voice or something you know <laughs> oh yeah no yeah yeah definitely yeah don't try to don't like break your leg like dave Grohl did that one time <laughs> man i keep i keep joking with my okay so the original name of stage drive came because i kept making jokes about wanting to stage dive because that's my goal i want to stage dive and i want to be caught in this just sea of people and then covid happened so i couldn't do that but that's oh, yeah. where the original name came from <laughs> oh that's that's funny <laughs> 
so how, how did ego come about like um when so you- ego um it was i wrote it originally uh so i had a different lineup for stage drive uh and we ended up just not working out. I was working with some really great musicians, but we just had a lot of creative differences and we just kind of split ways, you know, which, and I'm still really good friends with all of them. Uh, They're really great. But so ego was actually written about a month after my original lineup broke up and it was, wasn't about anyone specifically. It was just about working with really egotistical people. And then just people that just, I don't know, I I had a really sore uh, spot in my brain that I was writing from uh, for this song. I think in music, um, there's got to be a give and a take um, for sure. Um, when when you're in a group writing um, scenario in a group yeah. music scenario, I think um, I think you, I think you just have to be able to you know bend. And I, I think a lot of musicians aren't ready to do that. Um, I'll agree with that. I think if you have a big ego, you're not going to make it very far. You have to, like you said, Ben, you have to be able to work with people and you have to get past your, your ego if you have one. Right. I, I mean, in, in like, I think I find this to be interesting that you balance the two. What, what would you say are like your pros and cons of, of both of you know, doing your own thing and then being with the band? Like, hmm. well, a pro of the solo stuff is that I, uh, you know, kind of intertangling people's schedules and stuff like that is incredibly hard, especially among four to five, six people, you know, so oh, in my yeah. case, four. Yeah. Uh, so I would say with the solo stuff, I can book whatever I want, whenever I want. I can do whatever song I want. If I write a new song and I want to do it, I can do it. So it's kind of on my own accord, which is really nice. And uh, I think I get to express myself a little bit more with my solo stuff just because it's more intimate, more, you know, right. slower, comes from the heart. Uh, a con, I would say, is that it makes me miss my band stuff for sure uh, because I'm not jumping off stage or, you know, wearing <laughs> yeah. leather and stuff like for my solo stuff. It's a, it's a different uh, aesthetic and vibe, I would say. So that's a con. It makes me kind of miss uh, the the whole band scene. Um, and then, okay, so a pro of being with a band is that I do get to jump off stage and I do get to have my whole get up, which is really nice. And I get to work with some really amazing people and meet some really amazing people. Um, a con, I would say, Definitely the scheduling because my, my drummer, you know, he has a family, my bassist has school work, uh, my guitarist, he's a uh, part of the army. So he has oh, wow. like, yeah, so scheduling is pretty hard. Yeah, I um, can imagine. <laughs> yeah, another con I would say is that we all live pretty far from each other. So I drive, uh, we practice twice a week on Wednesdays, I have to drive about an hour and a half away for practice. Whoa, and man. Back. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And then Saturdays, we have to drive about 45 minutes out. So I would say scheduling and just kind of uh, distance for sure are some cons. I just want people to listen to this that are musicians. This this is the type of stuff that you have to do sometimes. And this it is, is, yeah, this is not the easiest thing in the world. And you have to be prepared to not make a lot of money while doing it. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, that's another thing too, is, you know, we all have work because we do need money to fund what we love to do, which is not a problem. You know, I would, we couldn't imagine doing anything else with this money, obviously, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, we played a couple of shows where we didn't really get much compensation. I actually played um, a solo show recently where I, I wasn't incredibly happy with the amount of compensation that uh, I got. And there was a conversation for sure, but it, it's just give and take sometimes, you know? Well, I'm glad you stood up for yourself because that's, I, I, I think that's something that a lot of places like to take advantage of. They figure, like, Oh yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to say anything. I'm just like, no, dude, like you pay, pay me accordingly. Like, I don't, I don't know. Understand how hard that is. Like, 
Like, it's not hard. Uh, we headlined, uh, Stage Drive headlined a show this past Saturday at the Music Factory in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. And uh, so we had a $10 cover and we made uh, we made a pretty good triple digit amount. I can't remember exactly what it was. We made a pretty nice. good amount. And we just took that amount. We gave 30% to the bar and then we split the rest among the five bands that were playing. And that's how it should be, you know? Nice, nice. Because everyone's putting in effort and time and driving. You know, that show was two hours away. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. The travel is, is tough, man. The music industry, dude. It's, oh, yeah. It, I tell you, it's, it's not it's not easy. You have to you have to really put some miles on sometimes if you really want to, like, get somewhere. Some It's uh, you have to do the the driving and, and yeah we have not. for all of our equipment we have this uh our guitarist tim loved him he has this uh old i can't remember what year it is it's older uh i want to say late 90s i'm sorry if i'm wrong tim <laughs> a late 90s like chevy van that we use and nice. it gets the job done but that thing is a death trap let me uh, tell you <laughs> man i i do not i already have anxiety when it comes to other people driving i i'm a control freak i like to drive but like i'm like man you're on your own i'm not <laughs> uh-uh. it's like oh man these brakes could go out at any minute huh like yeah, I'm like, like, like oh no this, this could be bad yeah <laughs> uh, uh. Half- half your half your equipment spilled out onto the, the side of the highway at later yeah in. i'm like are your doors locked Tim? <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's not, not a great not a great situation to have <laughs> no and there's no radio in it either so when we're like driving to shows i'm just nice. sitting there humming to myself like, oh I'm my goodness <laughs> oh god yeah it's like not like you can plug the phone into the ox port there's no you're not even yeah no i'm port. like where is the ox <laughs> the ox like now uh, this is this is from the 90s there is no ox port <laughs> <It's> <laughs> historic uh, yeah you, you gotta bring the walkman with you <laughs> yeah oh gosh um so yeah so you obviously are a full-time you're not a full-time musician so you do work um how how do you feel that is like trying to go to work and then do this you know it's like yeah. So the one thing I do have a day job, uh, the one thing about my day job and I'm going to school for business as well. I am taking a little break from that currently, uh, but I'm going to go back to finish that in the fall. But with work, the one thing I've noticed ever since I've gotten more serious with music, which I would say happened within the last two and a half years, I would say I got more serious and actually started considering, you know, a full career with that. So I never thought it was possible, you know, dare to dream. But uh, with work, I would say it's, it's a little hard because uh, every single time I go to work, I always find myself just being miserable. It's not because the company I work for is terrible. It's actually a really good company. And, you know, I I really don't have any complaints. It's just because I would so much rather be on stage or be writing or playing guitar. Uh, So that's that's how I know that's my number one dream in life and my number one goal is because I just, I'm not happy doing anything else. That's, yeah, I I think it's, it's hard, you know, for creatives, especially, you know, when to do something like that, you know, it's, it's, yeah it's very tough. Um, I know, I know some days I struggle with it. It's like, I, I have my days where I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm cool with where I wear. I love my, I love my coworkers. I love like everything, you know, but some days you just like, don't have that like will right. to, to do it. And, and you just want to be like, you have all these ideas in your head. Like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And you're meanwhile, you're, you're stuck at work. You're standing at, <laughs> at, at you know, at, at a station at work and you're like, yeah. Oh, well, wait a second. I can't do 
<laughs> that's how it is yeah actually so uh the song that i think i'm gonna play at the end of this show i actually wrote um in my car while i was driving somewhere because it's it's all the time whether i'm at work whether i'm in the car i'm always thinking about lyrics so i you know you go through my phone and i have a million different recordings of me in the car like uh... take 23 if casual or you know like, <laughs> so i can go back and be like ah see i forgot that <laughs> that's oh man i yeah i, I it's it's just the little thing you have to like yeah sometimes i'll just like i'll catch myself at work like going to my notes app i'm like oh I'll write this down like yeah like, like lyrics could, or something yeah. so don't forget yeah this could be something like maybe we'll see <laughs> yeah but that's how it is at work though uh you know again uh, no complaints about my company or anything but yeah. it's just kind of difficult being there because i'm like i would rather be doing anything else like music related <laughs> so the step away from music for a little bit though what do you like to do away from music like what are some of your other like you know hobbies passions that you you enjoy and it maybe is like a good way to like fight writer's block for you when you're. you're yeah. Kind of so uh, I do like to go hiking a lot. I really, really love the outdoors. Any body of water is where my heart is. I actually write a lot of songs next to bodies of water. It's always uh -huh. where I end up just pack up my guitar and I'm out for the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I like to be outside a lot. Uh, I do paint, uh, but music does take up a large chunk of my life. That's like my number one thing. Hey, I mean, nothing wrong with that. I just like, I yeah. just like to see other sides of people because like, I know that I, for me, it's like, I'm my, I'm all over the place in terms of my interests. I'm like into everything. It's probably. Yeah. I, I skateboard too. That was actually before I got oh. into music hardcore. That was, I wanted to be like the next Tony Hawk, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that dream didn't pan out. So I guess I'll, I guess I'll just play music. You just, <laughs> you, you, you just couldn't nail that 900 down. Right. Like, I couldn't, you know, no. I tried. <laughs> it was just, it was like, just I awesome. need my wrist to not be broken to play guitar. So I'm going to. Oh yeah. That yeah. That, that's yeah, probably not the best idea. Yeah. yeah. I'll just, I'll let that dream die. Fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll settle for music <laughs> yeah skateboarders eat shit man i i've eaten shit a couple times you know yeah it's it is not fun some of the i i tell you skateboarders i think take most abuse i think out of anybody i've seen oh, but yeah i'll give that to you yeah they're 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 it's rough when you bail or have to bail and, and you like you hit yourself some on the concrete which is more or less likely oh God, where you're yeah. gonna my land first time ever dropping into a bowl i ate complete shit it was oh, not pretty oh man yeah i was like <laughs> i think i was like 12 and i begged my parents I, we were at the skate park and i was like i swear i can do it i can do it and they were like kayla i don't know oh no <laughs> like let me do it <laughs> like okay <laughs> all right like and then, meanwhile they have like 911 on standby oh like, yeah they're like hold on she's about to drop in right now just give me one second <laughs> yeah, I think, like okay let's just prepare ourselves here yeah. for, the, for the for the worst <laughs> yeah just, just give her one second <laughs> um is there any other types of media that you've been uh consuming right now that that you've been into at all like in terms of like tv movies or, or uh, um game gaming i don't know if you're like much into the other that stuff but um i've never really gotten into gaming honestly uh like i said i have a twin brother and we used to play like as far as my gaming went it was only like minecraft mario you know nothing super extensive uh but with movies and stuff i I have always felt like an outsider when people are having conversations about movies and tv shows because i've just never it's not incredibly stimulating to me, like mentally when I'm watching a movie or something, I have to really be into it. Uh, but again, like music has always been my number one thing. So I would rather sit there and talk about like music and stuff with people. So when they do start talking about like, hey, did you see that movie? And I'm like, no. Or they say like a quote or something from a TV show. And I'm like, and they're like, have you seen that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, uh, so. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, like, 
I don't know. I like I like uh watching. I I like watching stuff because it's like it just it just gives me one it can give me ideas and you know and two like some you know I like to just kind of consume a lot of different things because then I can have a little more world view of like everything and uh, yeah and I I like to that's just personally I like to watch a lot of stuff. I'm like a big comedy guy. Like I need comedy in my life because like. I need to laugh at stuff so I don't cry. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, my old guitarist, uh, again, we're still really good friends, but he used to be in Stage Drive. Uh, he's actually a stand up comedian and he's been, he quit music to take that more seriously. And he's hilarious. But one time I went to one of his shows and you know how they have to like target somebody in the crowd. Oh no. I was like, man, I'm sensitive. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, it's of okay. Course. I survived. Of course. Of course. You should, that's like the one thing you can never, never tell a comedian. Don't make fun of me because yeah, I was like, they, are going to, they are going to just make fun of you. And then some, <laughs> right. Right. You, you just have to remain like, like a stealthy at that point like you just gotta blend in <laughs> i know he was like just throwing things at me and like my face i was like good joke and at the inside of me i was like oh my god dying. i'm dying inside thanks like, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> oh no like, crawling under a rock i was like <laughs> yeah. oh, i'm never coming back here <laughs> what would you say are some of your best support systems in your life as it stands right now um for sure my group of friends is absolutely amazing I actually I can add even so my best friend her name's Michaela um she's my number one supporter 100 percent uh she actually I played a show in Saginaw Michigan which is about I want to say a two and a half hour drive for me so it was a lot a far drive uh it was an amazing show but I was playing there and she didn't get off work until I think nine and we were supposed to or I'm sorry she didn't get off work until like eight or something but anyway so she drove the two and a half hours there her card kept declining so she couldn't get into the show and then she was also late on top of that she hadn't mm. eaten like she had a really rough day but she still took the time to drive out to my show wow which was amazing and she's done that several times for several shows and that goes with the rest of my friend group as well um uh, one specifically his name is james he's amazing he's one of my best guy friends and uh they just come to all my shows and they're so supportive and uh, they do understand it from a marketing standpoint as well. They know that I need footage and stuff from my show. So they're always making sure they take pictures or videos or whatever. And it's just super amazing. Uh, my family as well. Uh, they're also very, very supportive, especially my aunt. She's super supportive. Uh, yeah, they all come to my shows a lot. Uh, and it's I, honestly, if I do have a kid someday, we'll say if. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm more of a dog person, you know, but if, if yeah. I happen to have a kid. <laughs> Um, I would want to do the exact same thing, you know, uh, but yeah, my family is super, super supportive uh, with all my shows and they're, they're truly really, really amazing. Like I, every time I see people at my shows, I just get so like, like you came here for me. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. I, I it's, uh, it's nice to have real true friends like that, that want to support you and like do whatever it takes, you know, like that's, that's it a, is. It's and it's not even just that they're my friends, but they've become my fans, which is amazing. Like they're not even just putting on this front because we are friends. So, and I just, I appreciate them so, so much. Yeah. You know, it's rough when, like, I always talk about this. It's like, it's rough when you have like between you, people you think are friends and then they just like, don't even like pay attention to what you're doing at all. Yeah. Or, or, or like, they'll ask me like, Oh, can I get this for free? It's like, no, yeah. You know what? That's one thing too. I will say that's a really good point. Um, I have never had a friend or family member ask me for free merch or for a free ticket or anything. Like they've always been so willing to pay for everything. Cause they know where that money is yeah. going. It's to, you know, it's yeah. My friend and my entire support system is so amazing. I can't even say how much I appreciate them. It's crazy. And you know, I've been doing 
like I said, I started off doing coffee house shows and just super small shows. And I remember one time I had this really, really, really small show. I played, I think, uh, three songs. It was like a 15 minute set. It was one of my first shows I ever played. I was so nervous, but all of my best friends came to support me and all of my family came. Like my aunt drove, uh, my aunt, my uncle drove uh, an hour and a half there. It was crazy. And wow. it was only for 15 minutes of my life. So they're incredibly supportive. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that's so cool. Um, it's, you know, it speak. I think it speaks to you that, you know, like that your friends are willing to do that for you. Obviously, you know, I think they, they obviously realize you're, you're a great person and they you're determined for success and they, you know, they're, they're there for you. And they're there when I get really stressed out too, because like you said, it, it is pretty big workload uh, with the solo stuff, the band stuff, school and work. It really is a big load. And uh, all my friends have been incredibly understanding. So when I do get overwhelmed, they understand to not sit there and, you know, poke and make it a little, a little worse. Like they'll give me my kind of space to just to be overwhelmed for a second and then they'll come back and help me not be overwhelmed. So they're, they're really great. So you when you um how and then how do you like that and, and it's funny because it's like as musicians we're like everything right we're our own this and that and every, I yeah mean, and the end of life because then now is there's the marketing side of it in i which i actually think you do very particularly well you know for what it's worth thank you i mean and so on top of all the other things that you do um how how are you like uh constantly trying to find ways to like stand out and like you know um kind of uh so uh, I guess one other thing earlier when you asked about passions and stuff, I yeah. should have said that I, I used to do photography and videography. Oh. Uh, so I really got into that. And that kind of helps with the marketing now for solo stuff and band stuff. Um, I found that one thing, because uh, I kind of record my responses that I get from certain things. If I put out something and I don't get such a great response from it, I'll make sure I make a note to myself like, hey, people didn't really like that. That wasn't really cool. You know, uh, I think one thing that has helped me to stand out um, on TikTok, for instance, uh, for whatever reason, people really love to see me use the looper pedal in any video, <laughs> which is great. And then I think on other platforms, people really like uh, videos that they can kind of see recapping something. So like um, I put out a video for the last show that I did with Stage Drive. I just yeah. kind of the entire time we were there unloading, uh, putting drums together, I was like taking videos and making sure I had footage to use. Yeah. And then I just put one of our songs over it. So I think uh, the videos make us stand out a lot. People seem to like those. Yeah, it's 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 the little things that you don't realize like people really want to see. It's like it, sometimes it's it is just like the behind the scenes like stuff like that, you know. It's it's uh Yeah. It, it's that little things and sometimes it is just good to just record everything, you know, like Yeah, I need to get more storage on my phone cuz I have yeah, so many little oh, like God, practice it, recordings, yeah. you know. Yeah, your phone's like uh please stop like I Yeah, I, oh, my phone's like man you have enough. <laughs> please, no more. I can't yeah. <laughs> I can't handle any more. Please. Right. Um yeah, no, the looper pedal stuff's awesome though. I I Thank don't you. I don't know why I don't have a looper pedal. I I I'm like embarrassed to say like I don't have a looper pedal. Yeah, I'm like why oh, do I not have Mine's a pretty basic one. Uh and actually I just got this and not just got this. I got it relatively recently. So before I had the looper pedal, I think this one really made my solo. I've had a couple of people tell me this too. Uh, the looper pedal really made my solo sets stand out. So I don't use my looper pedal with stage drive. I only use them with my solo sets. Nice. Um, yeah. Typically I'll loop like uh, an acoustic riff and then I'll swing my acoustic guitar behind my back and then I'll grab my electric and do a solo over it. And that's the one thing that people remember from my sets. So that's why I try to do it every single set I'll, for, for a different song, you know, but. 
that's awesome dude I, that's like that's like yeah like you said that is like a way to stand out i mean because like you're like you're kind of just doing it all i mean you're going from that yeah. acoustic <laughs> and you're right to the electric i mean that's so sick man i love that thank you you don't see that it a took lot. a lot of practice no, uh, I can't the looper pedals are cool but you have to know how to use them so if you yeah. miss that loop you're like, done for you just like, gotta yeah, start the song over <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like you like you said you like in, in your video you gotta make sure you gotta get it on that last like downstroke and then you just kind of yeah like, and if gotta, you don't like, it's, I mean, I have messed it up before. I've actually messed up really oh, before. No. Yeah. And oh. you just got to play it off because you, it, you be can't like, go back. Uh, yikes. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, it's like, oh, shoot, my bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I have messed it up before. And that's one other thing that I really like about my support system at shows um, is that after shows, they aren't, they don't tell me what I want to hear. They're not going to yeah. come up to me and tell me, oh my God, you were great. They're going to tell me, hey, you were great, but you need to improve this. Or, hey, you need to improve. And I love that because I need people that will tell me, Kayla, that sucked, but I know you can do that better, you know? So, oh, yeah, no, I think that's the best, like, you know, the honesty is the best policy sometimes. Yeah. As long as you're not an asshole about it. Right. Like, I'm sensitive. Don't be an asshole, but you can yeah. tell me when I need me to. Me too. I'm sensitive too, man. I get it. I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm still I'm working on I'm working on being better with taking criticism I'm working I'm, on it too. I'm, criticism I've gotten good at but if you're just being an ass maybe sugarcoat yeah. it a little bit tell yeah. them to approve but sugarcoat it you know yeah, yeah. tell that to the half the people on TikTok <laughs> oh my god yeah you know that's one thing with TikTok I actually just made a new account uh right before we got onto this cool. uh yeah just to kind of I'm gonna have it be less uh personally incorporated i think it's going to be more just music uh because oh. my account now is more personal and kind of music so it's, it's not i don't know i'm not on the right side of the algorithm for my music i would say <laughs> so that's what i made that for but uh i do have to get used to the comments on there because i've had a couple of videos get some more attention and i'm scrolling through the comments like man i didn't think it was that bad <laughs> So. Yeah, there's some real haters on on tiktok man i tell you oh yeah it's, it's like wow i'm like geez like where, where hole did you crawl out of i'm like damn like yeah it, it, it gets rough sometimes i you know a, even sometimes at live shows we'll get some haters uh really kill them with kindness you know really i you would never think like at a live show people well, would have the balls to do that that's unbelievable i've never gotten like anything music related it's only uh i'll be honest it's because okay so oh no yeah I mean, you know, I, I'm a, a front woman of a band. I have to expect a little bit of, uh, you know, people are around you, they're drinking, whatever. Uh, um, but I do get some uh, lash outs uh, because of like stage get ups and stuff like that, which, you know, is what it is. If people are going to say what they're going to say. My only thing is you could be wearing a turtleneck on stage and someone is still going to say something. Or uh, we actually had someone say uh, when I played, this was a couple months back, I played a solo set. And someone said that the amp that I was using was too small for my setup. And they were telling me all this stuff. Fast forward, like five months later, um, I played a show with my band and I had someone comment on one of our social media platforms and say, oh, you guys have way too much stuff. Why are you using half stacks for this? It's a smaller venue. And in my head, I'm like, you can't please everybody. It's either not enough or too much. There is no middle ground. Gearheads are annoying. Oh, oh yeah but that's God. just how it is like people are always going to have something to say and you just gotta uh, either brush it off or kill them with kindness is my yeah. rule yeah and uh, it's yeah like you said it's kind of the nature of the beast sometimes it's like people yeah. get, get a few drinks in them and then it's like which sucks honestly uh yeah. i've noticed it is the i would say i do get more uh hate from the older crowd a lot of the time i don't get a lot of hate which is really and i'm lucky for that uh and I think I deal with it relatively well, but it is typically from the older crowd, which is weird. I think, you know, they're, they're 
just they're just so st- boomers man I tell you. Just, <laughs> yeah i mean i got some boomers that support me so thank you guys but... no it, it, they're not all bad but they're, they're not they're, all bad <laughs> they're not all bad but yeah you know a good amount of them are yeah gross well, that's just um, yeah the data but, i've been given that's where a, a lot of the hate comes from which is okay you know if right. that's what you want to do you know then then so be it <laughs> be so now uh, that's actually a good segue and and to I think a good question. So what is, I mean, do you find, what challenges do you find about being, you know, a woman in, you know, in the, the industry uh, right now? Um, you know what? I actually had a couple days ago, I played um, a solo show and I had this issue arise. And this is an issue that I've dealt with a couple of times. Um, I think not being taken seriously for whatever reason, I think is incredibly annoying uh, considering. Uh, so I had an issue with the sound guy. Um, I was oh. playing at this venue yeah. And it's just almost as if he weren't taking me seriously. So I stopped him mid conversation. And I was like, listen, I need two DIs. I have two pedals I'm using and I have two guitars like you. And, you know, he had an attitude. And I'm just like, there, I wasn't the one that pissed you off today. So don't say lash out on me. <laughs> but kind of like that, it's just not being taken seriously or they just kind of don't know or they don't think, uh, you know, what you're talking about when you've been doing this for years, you know. So I think uh, they just assume you're inexperienced. They assume you can't take charge. They assume you don't know what you're talking about, which is really annoying. And it's not to say every sound guy does that, but that's something that I run into a lot. Oh, that sucks. That's that's so condescending, you know, like. I I don't get it a lot, but it's just, I've gotten that a couple of times from, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's, that's my number one challenge, I think. And I I have a lot of uh, female front women uh, in the Detroit music scene that will agree with me on that. the show that I played the other day, I was actually um, one of the openers with another one of my friends uh, that is also a musician and she did an amazing job, but we both had the same issue after the show, you know, we walked up to each other and we were like, Hey, did you have this issue? And she was like, yeah, I also oh, had this issue. Man. Yeah. So yeah, it, it happens, you know, and you just got to, again, kind of know how to deal with it. Uh, make sure you stand up for yourself and just don't let people walk yeah. all over you. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but I, I mean, it's funny. Cause I always say, be nice to the sound guy, right? Like don't be, don't be a dick to the sound guy, but it's also vice versa though, too, you know, like, yeah, this is, like this they is, can't be a dick to us. Yeah. Know? Like don't be, don't, they don't be a net jerk to, you know, you guys, you know, it's like, let's cooperate here. You know, like, let's not, let's not be, you know. Right. I think other. usually the sound guys I deal with are amazing. Uh, one yeah. particularly, his name's Eddie. He works at Parts and Labor yeah. in Melvindale, Michigan. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, usually the sound guys I deal with are amazing. This was one out of two instances I've had where the sound guy was just a total jerk. And I'm like, man, yeah. <laughs> there's just no reason. Like we're here to have fun. We're here to play music. Yeah. You know, but you want to make every, want to make us sound good. We want to make you look good. Right. You know, if there's feedback on the stage, people are going to look at you because you're the sound guy and they're going to be like, Hey, he has no idea what he's doing. And I'm going to be like, correct <laughs> oh man <laughs> but yeah no it's like i i just like all the credits to sound guys that do their their job well um because it's it's not it's not like the most easy thing in the world to do either so like you know no that, it's not that, you know i give i give credit to any sound engineer really mad, mad respect to those guys they, they're the unsung heroes of of music i you know yeah i agree that uh, they need to get more love for sure the 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 sound engineers and the lighting folks you know i'll tell you those like those guys are are um you know like i said they're definitely like the big unsung heroes of the especially the sound engineers that run both lights and sound i think it's amazing yeah. uh like i believe i might be wrong on this but i'm pretty sure the sound guy at the vault in saginaw michigan that's my favorite venue in this entire state yeah. i'm pretty sure he does both sounds and lights and he does an amazing job at both and same thing at road rangers in taylor michigan and nice. at the token 
yeah, it's these three venues just amaze me every time because I'm like, I have ADHD and it is hard for me to focus that like you can do all that. <laughs> I, I, I know. Cause I do too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. So I tell you, if you, if you play live, um, you know, and you get, have a great experience with the sound guy or whatever, you know, Buy, buy him a cheeseburger or something or buy oh, him I always a... end up buying him a beer or something I'm like you made me sound good I'm gonna feed you <laughs> yeah yeah like t- take care of him man they are like let them let him know you know give him the props it's it, oh it, yeah it's important um live yeah. live music is is not uh always the most easy thing in the world you know it, it takes a lot of teamwork oh, no. teamwork to make it happen so you know and that's I, why I think they need to you know cooperate with the artists and, and right. just like I think I've I've also seen at shows I've played I've seen the artist be an asshole to the sound guy oh, and yeah. I will always say something because I think it's so inappropriate yep. yeah. I'm like man they're trying to help you but yeah. then vice versa you know I think just everyone needs to be respectful and, and just work together you know to make a good show like you said ego haha ego, ego yeah yes. the ego man <laughs> check it check it at the yeah. door man come on <laughs> yeah so how do you feel about the current music industry model, you know, as it stands right now in terms of streaming and like just the way the music industry is going uh, at the moment? I, I will say I do like now uh, how artists don't necessarily have to have a big label sign them to get really big. Like TikTok, for instance, you see all these artists. I mean, I have several songs on my playlist that are from artists that I saw on TikTok, like blow up or something like that, you know, and then somebody ends up picking them up. So I do like that aspect of the industry that I think is developing. Um, that's really nice. And that wasn't around, I would even say five years ago, it wasn't around 10 years ago, you know? So I think that's really cool. I do wish that the music industry would focus more on uh, talent and uh, <laughs> the people that they see that are working super hard rather than, uh, you know, physical appearance, looks, uh, egotistical things like that. Like, you know, things that don't really matter. I, I wish there would be more of a focus shifted on, you know the artists that are actually trying and actually you know yeah i uh, it's yeah <laughs> it's become a uh it's uh i actually saw a comment about this the other day it's become more of a like you know yeah you have to be able to sing but you also have to have these other things which is great but it's like i think the singing or or if you're a guitarist or a drummer or whatever it should yeah. be like number one at least you know <laughs> yeah you would think right like yeah you would think but yeah we kind of i think has lost sight of that along the way unfortunately you know i think so i am hoping we'll gain sight of that again (laughs) it's it's you know it's the big personalities it's the like you said the the appearances you know more than ever which you know know what i'm gonna say like you do have to have a good stage presence that's actually one thing that i really struggle with um i focus way too much on doing my job up there which is singing or playing the guitar or whatever it is that i'm doing and then i forget to talk so on my uh, set list i always uh, have talking points Oh, that's smart. That's that's like yeah. wow, good advice. Like to write that yeah. one down. That's actually a really smart idea. Like I'll forget. Uh, I just get too like you know. I'm, I got my eyes on the prize, and I want to impress yeah. people. But it's like honestly, I've seen people not be super uh, entertaining on stage. Like you might be a, an amazing singer, guitarist, drummer, whatever. But if you're not entertaining, people aren't going to want to watch you. So yeah. you have to be entertaining yeah. while you're being an amazing musician. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that ADHD rearing its ugly head again. Man. <laughs> it is yeah yeah i trust me i get it okay <laughs> yeah. i get it you it, get it it's the hard. hyper the hyper focus sometimes it's like play yeah <laughs> or uh i've noticed if i'm anxious to play a song or something uh so what gosh uh we have one song called water sicker than blood and it's one of my favorite songs that i've written but it's really really lyrically uh intense there's a lot of lyrics i'm almost rapping honestly it's like rock rap <laughs> wow 
Yeah. And it's funny. Uh, it's you, when you say like you, you don't have a presence on stage, I would, I am so surprised because with every picture I see of you, you're just like doing some crazy pose or like you're like swinging back with your guitar. I've gotten better. I've, I've gotten a lot better. I would say I do have a presence on stage, but I, it's something that I am uh, trying to develop or improve for sure. Uh, because when I first started out a couple of years ago, I, I was just standing there like a stick because I was scared. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't you're want to just, do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, one of my good friends, uh, Kaylee, she's uh, friends of the band Wisher. She actually um, inspired me a lot uh, when I first uh, became friends with her a while back. Um, she inspired me a lot to get a lot better and, and have more courage on stage. Nice. It's, it's, it's hard to let loose up there sometimes when you're not used to doing that, you know, it's, it's. Or when you're just nervous about whether it's the crowd you're in. Uh, Cause I played a show not too long ago, about a month ago, and it was for a different environment. It wasn't my usual crowd. So I, w- I was uh, a little anxious up there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because you never know what reaction you're going to get sometimes, you know? Right, like, exactly. Like, they you, might hate you. <laughs> they are, you, know, you know, it's like sometimes you almost rather, like, someone chalk trash than you get the crickets. Like, that's, like, that's, like, the worst. Yeah. Fe- that's, like, the worst feeling in the world, man, when you're just, like, up there and everyone, you get the golf clap. You know, it's like, oh, oh God. Like, I think that's another pro uh, about being with the band as compared to my solo stuff. If I say something stupid on stage and I'm up there alone, who's going to laugh? Me. <laughs> if i say something stupid when i'm with a band my band's gonna laugh and then i'm yeah, gonna feel a lot better <laughs> right right yeah. you don't feel like the you know center of attention you know where you're like oh, yeah okay it makes you, know. you feel a little less alone up there it's a little less scary that's that's yeah that's good um so my thing is giving back with like with music you know is there like is there causes that you have like any like vested interest in you know um in terms of like, you know, stuff that you really feel passionate about. I mean, I know you you even have a song called mental health, literally like, so. That was the first song I released. Yeah. Um, I would say this kind of ties hand in hand with like the whole, uh, you know, wanting to impact people with my songs. I think mental health is a big one. I want people to actually feel my songs and my lyrics and stuff, whether it's solo or with a band, like I want them to actually feel what I'm singing or saying. Uh, so I think that's the main focus for me for sure is like mental health or uh, music or slash lyrics that make people want to better themselves. Some stuff you can feel. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know it, I mean you know there's there's a lot of different ways to give back you know and it's, it's uh, not not always monetary you know either it's 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 a you know a lot of like just, just even just doing what you did you know just raising awareness in that way. Um, yeah, raising was, awareness for sure. Yeah, bringing things to people's attention definitely. Yeah, like, have you guys ever done like, um, like, like benefit shows at all? Like, where you like donated like some of your, uh, some of the, um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the word. Proceeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there, you, there it you, is. I got you. There it is. Um, with Stage Drive, we haven't. Uh, again, we did go through a lineup change, and we've, uh, we've only been a band for about, I think it's, it's been over a year, a year and a half. But within that year and a half, we had an, a complete lineup change. So. Um, with stage drive, no, but with solo shows, I have done uh, a couple benefit shows for sure. I think the last solo show I did, um, I did this last solo show that I did this past weekend um, was the first one that I've done since October. I did take a little bit of a break from uh, solo stuff just to focus on stage drive uh, while I was still releasing music in the meantime. Uh, but I think the last benefit show I did was for um, a close friend of mine had a house fire. They lost everything. So oh. we did a benefit show uh, to raise some money for them. So that was the last one. Good for you, man. That's awesome. That's yeah. No, I mean, that's another thing too, is I don't do music for money. I mean, while money would be great, I would love to quit my day job and just do this. I'm not in it for the money, you know, and like 
getting paid from shows that always goes to uh like I mean I remember a couple of shows I've played I the bar just did such a good job you know if it's like a hundred bucks I just split it between the bartenders because I it's cool I'm not saying money is not great money is great you need money to survive but it's I just love doing music and I love playing shows you know that's that's really awesome Kayla that's yeah that, I think that speaks to the type of person that you are really yeah I mean, for sure uh, you are um you seem like a very generous um heartwarming person so I, I thank you I appreciate that I, I think I think that's really awesome that you you think of others before you think of yourself and uh that's that that's a really good quality to have especially when you're playing music and I think oh yeah uh, I think it takes you a long way when you're when you're like that you know because then people really will attach your, themselves to you because they, they they see how like you know you're not just doing this for yourself, you know? And yeah. They'll attach themselves to you and then to your music. Hopefully right, they get right. that sentiment so, from you. Yeah. That, that's what it's all about, you know? And yeah. uh, I, I, it's, it's good that you, it seems like you really get that and um, you follow that, that edict uh, in, in your music and your live, ex your live concert experiences and everything. So yeah, that, that's really cool to hear. So I, I, I really appreciate that about you. Thank you. Um, what advice do you have for other indie artists um, out there that are trying to do this, maybe just getting started or even people that already have and just need to take like an extra step? Like, Just do it. Just stop hesitating. I just gave this talk the other day. Stop hesitating. People might hate you. They might love you, but you're not going to know until you just do it. And everyone's scared. Everyone wants to be liked by everyone, you know, but sometimes you're going to have to get some criticism and sometimes not everyone's going to like you, but that just gives you something to improve on. So just release the song or start playing guitar or start drumming. Like you got to start somewhere. Uh, I, I, again, I'm self-taught on all my instruments. Um, I started drumming two years I ago. Just saw, the, I've been seeing this, uh, the progress lately. Yeah. I, I wanted to, I, that, thank you for reminding me about that. Cause I almost totally forgot about this. And I had this as a talking point in my head at, while I was at work today, I'm like, mention the drums, mention the drums, mention the drums. What did I, <laughs> what did I not do? Mention the drums. So it's okay. You remember <laughs> now. <You're> <laughs> it, that, I think that is so cool, man. Like I, like you're just really just going for it. Like you're just learning everything you can and you're like a sponge like yeah I want to learn everything I can I want to absorb all of the knowledge but with drums you know I um again when I started doing solo stuff I had uh I so I started off by doing solo stuff and then I started doing kind of like a um a, a duo type thing it was just me my guitar and then I had a drummer um and watching him drum I was like you know I kind of want to I feel like I could do that I want to learn that so I started learning and I sucked at first okay. I've gotten comments on TikTok telling me that I suck and I was like Thank you. I will. Uh, I will keep that up here. <laughs> I, I I don't have be drumming, man. It's 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 hard to keep a beat. <laughs> it's it is, but honestly, just do it. You're gonna. Uh, who cares if you suck at first? Because like yeah. five years down the line, you're gonna look back and be like, hey, yeah, I, I kind of sucked at first, but I don't suck anymore. So right. it's or I suck like a little bit less. So right. it's cool. <laughs> we got we got ourselves another Dave Grohl in the future. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Drum drumming, guitaring, vocalist. Like okay, like I see you. That's uh, what I mean, and that's 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 the kind of reaction that I um I. I love getting from people you know is saying like yeah I know you want to learn everything and it's like yes I do want to learn everything I want to learn more I another goal for in the future I've always wanted to learn some yeah. kind of uh, brass instrument or something like that I think they're really cool yeah I think I think that's really admirable uh because like I, I know a lot of lead singers just are not like they just are like no like they want to focus on vocals that's it that's like I want yeah to which is okay to a certain extent but I cannot tell you how much learning all of these instruments helps uh with the songwriting process because it's a, instead of just saying 
uh, okay. So originally oh. before I started drumming at all, I looked at my drummer and I was like, Hey, can you, you know, and I would try to like mouth it. And he's like, but now I can be like, Hey, can you do this? And, yeah. Right. You know, right. So yeah, it helps a lot. I tell people this all the time, the singers I get on here that like don't really play. I'm like, dude, just pick, just buy a cheap ass, like $80 acoustic and just like, yeah. Learn your basic chords. Do your Seriously. Skills. That's it. Not, you don't even have to learn anything crazy. Just like literally, it'll literally help you write so much more. Like it will hundred like, percent. just, just knowing a little basic guitar is just going to yeah. take you such a long way or, you know, even like a little piano or whatever, you know, like it, it's just something to bait. I put a bass on, you know, like you have a bass line and then you can just build off of it. And then like hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just as simple as that really. I mean, it's like, yeah, it helps. Like you said, it helps the songwriting process knowing all that stuff. It I, really I, does. I mean, I, uh, so mental health, the song that you just uh, mentioned yeah. is again, my first single, that was the most, that was the simplest song I've ever written my entire life. It was five chords, the entire song drum beat was very simple. But looking back on that, I'm like, okay, I mean, that was a good starting point, you know, yep, and, right. and, and like, there's a lot of people that said that song wasn't even great, which is okay, you know, but like, that's a really good starting point. You start from there and just keep building yourself up. Man, there are real some haters out there. These, I thought that was really I, I mean, good. Honestly, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I don't get, luckily, I love this. I love this about the Detroit music scene again, and all my fans and friends yeah. and everything. I don't get a lot of hate, but I do get it. And, you know, again, it's just about dealing with it and taking it in and, uh, just learning off of it and building and improving off of it because I do get it and it, it isn't great it doesn't make you feel great but sometimes it's almost laughable like some of the creative comments they'll come up with I'm like that stung a little bit <laughs> yeah I was like oh wow you really worked hard to get me in the punch me in the gut there like wow yeah I, yeah like, geez, like you, I, you thought about that for yeah. at least five seconds <laughs> yeah, huh? like a, more than that like a minute like wow yeah uh, I, I definitely get uh a considerable amount of more love than I do hate, which is, I am so thankful for. Uh, but the hate I think helps me. It helps me to hear what random strangers on the internet or random strangers at a show uh, dislikes. And then I'm like, okay, well, you know, let me take a quicker look at that, you know, just to see, maybe I'm not seeing something that I should improve on here. So, you know. That's a great attitude to take towards it, Kayla. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's respect right there. Cause it's hard. It's hard to t- do that. <laughs> it's a, very very hard to check your again check your ego and like oh yeah be able 100%. to do that you know it's like your, your instinct is like want to be like oh you mother you know like right and like, that again that used to be my instinct but it's like I had to step back and realize like there's always going to be things to learn and you know maybe they're pointing out something in a very harsh way that I should be learning now so yeah 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 for sure um but yeah I think that's most of the questions um I had, um, but uh, I I know you have a song that you were looking to play. Uh, yeah, I actually wanted to play my new song for you, uh, Casual. Oh. So this is, I've played this two times live. One time, it was actually this past weekend, uh, one time at a solo show, and then one time on a podcast, a different podcast. Oh, nice, nice. I, man, I'm getting all the unreleased songs. I love this. You it's are, like, you that, are. This is, this is great. I, I love this. I'm hoping uh, this my AirPods will pick it up since we had technical I, difficulties in the beginning of this. Oh Shout yeah, out to my uh, laptop. No, uh, yeah, but I think I think we're good. I uh, it, it you sound great right now, so I have a feeling it'll it'll come out great. So okay, hopefully. <laughs> Let me grab my weapon of choice. Here oh, nice. My acoustic. <laughs> oh, that's a that is a beautiful guitar. Oh my god. Thank I'm you. It's that. my favorite one. Oh my goodness. Oh. Well, what kind of what kind of guitar is it? I I didn't even see the um. Uh, it is a Takamini. Oh, Takamini. Takamini, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, they make great acoustics. 
Yeah, they really do. Uh, I had, what did I have before this? I had uh, a mahogany Ibanez and I nice. loved it because of the slim body, but this just has such a, a warmer and nicer tone. I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, that's a beautiful guitar. <laughs> the guitar picking up at all on that. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Yep. So yeah, this is called casual. Uh, this is my newest song and I wrote this about uh, a recent romantic interaction, I would say. Oh. Uh, and again, I gave that person a warning before. I was like, hey, I'm probably going to write a song about this. And but, you know, what's funny is I, I jokingly said, hey, you know, do me a favor and break my heart. So I have inspiration for lyrics. And they laughed it off. And I was like, this one's going to hurt. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's called Casual. We can let go of a good thing if it's what you want. Won't lie, pretend to eat this when you're in all of my thoughts. Right person, wrong time, is that what they say? Got your heartbeat memorized, breath on replay sounds like ooh. say that we'll be friends we both know the way it ends absent conversation i feel the space inside my brain vodka numbs a little pain you'll be the one that got away let's keep it casual don't think about it too much it didn't mean a damn thing just like to feel your touch let's keep it casual like like it doesn't phase you Feel you on my skin, your ink like it's tattoo. Let's keep it casual. I don't wanna hurt you. I would be lying saying I didn't miss you. Optimist in me is struggling to see. Tell me, love, did we think it through? The way I look at you, down and look back at me. I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. And oh, this wasn't where we meant to go. I take the pride that I have left, push feelings down and let them set. I'll walk away if you say so. Let's keep it casual, don't think about it too much. It didn't mean a damn thing, just like the feel of your touch. Let's keep it casual, like, like it doesn't fizz you. I feel you on my skin, your ink like a tattoo. Casual, I don't want to hurt you. I would be lying saying I didn't miss you. (laughs) 
Let's keep it casual, don't think about it too much Did it ever mean a damn thing, or was it me, am I just too much? Let's keep it casual, like like it doesn't faze me I thought this was something, call me crazy That is casual Wow, fantastic. My oh my choice of weapon away. Thank gosh, you. that was fantastic. Wow. That's... Thank you. That is oh. one of my favorite songs that I've written, I think. I really, I, really like that. I one. see why. That was amazing. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much you. for doing that, Kayla. That sounded great. I was I can't wait to have the the whole thing come out on uh Yeah, I've been working on it. I'm excited. Wow, man, that was that was fantastic. Um I really uh look out for that, folks. Uh coming out pretty soon you would say or hopefully. Uh, i'm gonna say within the next month well hopefully I, fingers folks, crossed <laughs> folks be on the lookout for kayla's uh song called casual coming casual, out yep. in the next within the next month or so and uh while hopefully. you're there listen listen to her other stuff on her spotify listen to stage drive great stuff the great rock band there's not enough of them out there so give those guys some, <laughs> give those guys some love give kayla some love she's awesome kayla thank you so much for taking the time thank um, you for having me i had a lot of fun for everything um really appreciate you taking the time out um of your night to to do this and yeah, uh, no problem thank you so much um, for having me on uh, you're, you're you're a good you're good people so uh glad, <laughs> you are glad, also good people <laughs> uh, glad to ha- glad to have you man um where can where can people find you uh the, uh, everywhere so my band stuff is just stage drive band on every single platform and then my name is kayla drange you can just look me up on every platform tiktok spotify instagram youtube all of the things my, myspace you know whatever you yeah know. myspace you know <laughs> picked out chat on my nintendo DS. Like, you look me up <laughs> that's Great. my platform of choice so you know <laughs> wow i haven't heard picked out chat in a, in a minute so that was wow throwback takes there. me back oh man <laughs> refuse to give it up <laughs> good times uh well uh, thank you all for listening thank you kayla uh, again and uh, tune in next time um i'm looking to do what is probably going to be my first in-person interview next week so be on the lookout for that soon so again thank you all for listening take care i'll see you soon thanks guys